Do you ever look around and think, who the hell am I? What do I want out of life? What do I even do for fun? (laughs) Yeah, I know the feeling. Hey, I'm Megan. I'm married to my high school sweetheart and we had three kids before the age of 24. I was so busy trying to be what I thought everyone else wanted me to be that I never slowed down long enough to ask, is this what I want? I had no idea who I was and what was going to make me happy. And while I'm still trying to figure that out, I've come a long way. And I wanted to share that with you because I know you want more too. And I want us to do this together. I want to be real with you. No sugar-coated bullshit here. Each week, we'll tackle different subjects ranging from career, health, relationships, parenting, and more. I'll be sharing stories from my personal life as well as interviewing some pretty cool guests. Together, we'll unlock our ambition and reach for more. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Unlocking Your Ambition podcast. My name is Megan, and I'm so happy to have you here. Today, I wanted to talk about who you are outside of being a mom. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, if you just listened to my intro, you know that I struggled with this for a long time. You know, I um, became a mom by accident. Um, and I was really young. And so one of the um, repercussions of that was that I did not have the time or the space to really get to know myself um, before having to tend to the needs of a whole other person, right? And so what that meant for me was I really didn't have any hobbies. Um, I definitely didn't have any coping skills. Um, And for a while, like for a while, I didn't work really. Um, So I didn't have like that going on for myself. I just, I feel like women who wait to have to like start their family until later in life, they've done a lot of work on themselves. And this is, again, as always, not a blanket statement. I know that, you know, everyone's journey and everyone's experience is different. But from my perspective, it seems like someone who waits until they're 30 to start having children has a much better idea of who they actually are and what they actually want before they have to spend so much time caring for someone else. And I think that that is really powerful. And I think that um, had I had a really strong sense of self um, or again, like had other hobbies or interests um, outside of my family, I think that my experience with parenting would have been very different and maybe I wouldn't have found myself so overwhelmed so often. Um, and I'll get more into that in a minute, but what really what really brought this to like the forefront for me was a TikTok trend that was going around a couple of months ago 
um, or maybe it was just a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. The trends, the trends change so fast on TikTok. Um, so if you're on TikTok, you might have seen it. It was all over my For You page for a while, and it was, um, I really love you, but I miss her. And so that was the sound. So if you're familiar with TikTok, like every, everyone shares these sounds and then they make the videos that, you know, are particular to their content or their situation or whatever. Um, and so what would happen was during the soundbite of I really love you, you would see videos or pictures of like babies or children or moms with their children. And then you know, for the I I miss her portion, you would see, you know, a young woman that didn't have kids, you know, pictures or videos of her doing like either just, you know, it's just like a normal picture or like of her doing like really badass cool shit. Um, and I thought it was really beautiful. And, you know, people were reacting to the... Um, to the sound and like sharing their experience and, you know, just reaching out in support of all of these moms. Um, and again, it, I thought that it was really a beautiful trend from a mom's perspective. And then as with anything else on the internet, there was sort of a rebuttal to that. And this was um, moms who were essentially saying, and I don't remember exactly what the sound said, but essentially, um, I don't miss her because, you know, you're all I've ever wanted or you completed me or whatever, whatever the sound was, it was essentially saying, um, and this is my interpretation, but I, I viewed it as like mom shaming because I viewed it as, you know, these women using this sound were saying like, oh, I can't believe all of these women, you know, are missing this, you know, part of themselves. Like being a mom is my greatest joy. And, you know, I want my kids to know that. Well, okay, Susan, good for you. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone ever said that you know, they didn't love their kids. They were just simply saying, you know, there's a piece of themselves that they didn't get to bring with them into this chapter. And sometimes that sucks, right? And so I think that it's really important so first of all, let me back up. I don't think that there is such a thing as a bad mom, you know, outside of, you know, neglect and abuse and like those types of situations. I don't think that I could ever look at a mom and like actually think that she wasn't a good mom, that she wasn't trying her best, right? And Number one, I think that we need to be kinder to ourselves. And I think that we need to be a little bit more gracious and a little bit more careful about the messaging that we put out there in terms of like other moms, um, especially when it comes to, 
you know, this where it's like, you know, oh, I love my kid more because I don't miss who I was or what I did before I had kids. Like, bitch, no, uh uh-uh. That's not, mm, we're not doing that. Okay, and again, I I recognize that everyone's journey to motherhood is different, right? And so, um, someone who struggled to become pregnant or you know had trouble, you know, to actually have babies, um, or who had to wait a long time for whatever reason. Um, they might not miss their pre-motherhood days as much as someone who, you know, did get pregnant younger or, you know, by accident or what have you. But that doesn't make the first mom a better mom than the second mom, right? I think that it is normal and healthy to have something that is just for yourself outside of your family. Um, I, I think it's even better if that thing is not your job. <laughs> um, and I know that, you know, having a job is great for a lot of moms because, you know, it's, it's a forced social outlet. Um, you're contributing to the finances of the household. Like there's a lot of reasons why, um, a lot of women like want to work. Um, but I still think that you still need, even if you're not a stay at home mom and you have like a job and like those types of things that get you out of the house and away from your family during the day, um, or at night or whenever you do work. Um, I think having some other interest or hobby is, beneficial not just to you but also to your family because a lot of times these other interests or hobbies can be stress relieving they can be um you know they can bring on more social opportunities where you can find other you know either people that do have kids your your age um or or not right and I just think that we are shamed for wanting other things, you know, outside of what we what we have because and whether that shame is coming from, you know, our family or our friends um or if we're putting it on ourselves because you know, you look around, you have everything that you've ever wanted and you're not happy. That does not make you a bad mom. That makes you a human. That makes you a human. And (sighs) so I'll tell you my story. I was feeling very, very overwhelmed with my life in general. Um, I had very young children. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Like, I mean, maybe you can relate to that. Um, But I just felt like every time I, you know, got in a groove or like figured something out, 
they would hit a new developmental stage and then everything would blow up again. And I was just like, if you're in that season with like little ones, you, I know you can relate to that. Um, you know, and Drew and I were both working and going to school and like, we didn't know which way was up a lot of times. Um, and, and I did really feel like I needed something else, even though like my plate was so full. Um, the thing that I decided to pick up for myself was running. And I know I still need to do a whole podcast about like my journey with running in general, but I went from not being able to run a mile to running half marathons. And I will never forget because when you're training for a long distance run like that, a half marathon is 13.1 miles. Um, you cannot just show up on race day and just go for a run, right? Like there is a training regimen that I was not able to stick to perfectly by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I did always try to at least get my long runs in on the weekends. Um, and sometimes that was really stressful because you know, we had soccer on Saturdays. My family always has something else going on. You know, I've got a large extended family um, and a lot of them live very far away. So if there's like an event on the weekend, it's an entire day gone from the house, right? Even though it's like a couple hours at the actual event, you know, it was a two hour drive there and a two hour drive home, plus getting all the kids ready to get out the door and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, committing to these longer runs, especially as I got up to like, you know, over an hour long was stressful. And I'll never forget. I was talking to my husband and I was trying to figure out like what the plan was for the upcoming week because I needed to get my run in. And I said those words, I need to run at some point. this is how many miles. And there was another person present and she looked at me and she said, you don't need to run. And I could just like feel what she was saying. Um, essentially saying that like, this is a luxury that I don't really have to do. Um, and in some sense, that is true. Um, but internally, I was like, bitch, yes, the fuck I do. You have no idea how bad I need to go for this run. <laughs> um, and I, this had to be almost 10 years ago, and it still bothers me. And I'm sure this person doesn't even remember making this comment. Um, But I just remember the way that it made me feel um, and how I wanted to react to this person, even though that is not how I actually reacted. I just kind of looked at her um, and looked back at Drew and said, so when can I go for my run? (laughs) 
and just moved on from there. Um, but, but my point is that was my one thing that I did that was just for me. And was it time consuming? Yes. Um, did I need to run three or four half marathons a year? Probably not. Um, but would I have run consistently if I was not signed up for a race? Definitely not. And so I would just continue to sign up for races so that I stayed on some kind of routine where I would run and alleviate some stress and experience something again that was for no one else's benefit except for my own. Um, And, you know, that particular hobby you know, that test of endurance and strength and mental toughness. Um, For me, I mean, it changed my life. And again, I'll do a whole episode on um, my, my journey with running. But for me, it was more than a workout. It was very much um, like training for life because life is hard. And I was proving to myself every single weekend that I went out for a long run that I could do hard shit. And I needed that. I needed that so bad at the moment. I don't know how I would have made it through those years had I not found running. And I, until this very second that I just said that, never realized until just now. But honestly, looking back at what my life and my schedule and everything else looked like at that point in my life, I I don't know how I would have made it through if I had never discovered my love for running. That is wild. And and that right there is the whole point of this episode like you I was not a runner before I became a mom like this is not something that like I knew about myself and that I like needed to bring back into my life this was a brand new hobby I hated running prior to this um and even like as an athlete like running was always used as a punishment in practices, right? Like I, I will do, I will do an episode on running. (laughs) The point is finding something that is just for you makes you a more well-rounded person and you will most likely be able to show up better for yourself and for your family if you can identify something else to give your attention to outside of your family. And, you know, 
I would encourage you to find something that requires you to work this into your routine. Um, not something that you just do, you know, willy nilly whenever you fucking feel like it. No, because you know you're not going to do it. So if you um, if you want to learn how to dance, sign yourself up for like a weekly session somewhere. If you um, want to learn how to cook, sign up for a class. If you want to go horseback riding, find somewhere that meets every weekend and do it, you know, with that group. Like, see if you can do this in a way that allows other people to kind of hold you accountable to this thing. Because at first, you are going to find a million reasons why you can't make this thing work for yourself this week. And so you'll just skip it. Oh, it's fine. I'll just do it next week. And the next week will come and you will have the same 1000 reasons why you can't go and you will skip it again. And next thing you know, it will be this time next year and you still won't be doing that thing. So make a promise right now to me and to yourself that you are going to really sit down and think about this. And maybe maybe you just need some quiet time just to think. Maybe you need to go for a walk and think. Maybe you need to verbally process this with a friend. Um, maybe you need to journal this out. Whatever you need to do, I encourage you to Make the time to make this a priority and figure this out for yourself. Because if you don't have something else to give your attention to, um, your family will suck the life out of you. And I say that in the most loving way. Um, They don't do it on purpose. You love them more than you love life itself. And that is why you will move heaven and earth for them. That is why you don't have any other hobbies because you want to give them all of yourself, right? And they're just going to continue to just take everything that you give because they don't know any better. But from what I have like read in parenting books and in and, and parenting classes and what I have experienced with my own kids, um, it's good for them, for them to not always be your number one. And that might sound really harsh and it might sound um, counterintuitive depending upon like how you were brought up or your current parenting style, you might very strongly disagree with that. I know I did for a while. Um, But when they get to see you excited about something that has nothing to do with them, it gets them excited too. 
And then you can bring them, you know, then you can make them part of it sometimes. Not all the time, because this is still your thing. But sometimes you can bring them into it and then that can be a really special thing because for all the times that you go to their practices or you ask them about their day at school or you know you help them through you know depending on how old your kids are you you help them through like social things at school or you know whatever it is now they get to do that for you and it gives them such a feeling of like fulfillment and joy and pride they're proud of you right like let them experience that it's good for them it's good for you it's good for them it's good for everybody it's just really hard to do so you might have to listen to this again (laughs) you might have to find another girlfriend who's in a similar boat that has similar interests. Maybe there's something you two have been talking about doing for like a year. Now is the time to like just start doing whatever it is that you've been talking about. Okay. So that's really all I have for you today. You are doing such an amazing job. Do not let the internet or anyone in real life tell you differently. You are a rock star. You're doing amazing. You do need a hobby outside of your household. Um, And you're killing it. If this message resonated with you, I would love it if you would share it on Instagram and tag me. Let me know, um, you know, your favorite part. You know, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know, um, you know, what part landed with you the most or, or, you know, what your, what your takeaways are. I would love to hear from you. Um, until next time. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit, you guys, I gotta go. If you like this, make sure you share it with a girlfriend and also be sure to tag me on Instagram at Megan Edinger. I'd be so appreciative until next time. Unlock your ambition, girl.